Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The U.S. Women's Soccer Show from Goal. It's been quite a year for Ashley Hatch. In a year that saw her club go through an absolutely ridiculous amount of turmoil on and off the field, Hatch won the NWSL's Golden Boot while leading her club to a championship. And then, after several years away, she sealed a return to the U.S. Women's National Team and scored within 24 seconds. On today's episode, Hash joins us to talk about overcoming adversity in the biggest way possible, the importance of confidence, now she still doesn't have her actual Golden Boot Award. For Amy Ruskai, I'm Ryan Tolmich, and this is all of us, the U.S. Women's Soccer Show. Amy, welcome, welcome. We have a, we have a very good interview on deck today with Ashley Ash, who joins us. There's, there's certainly a lot to talk about. How are, uh, how are you doing today? Yeah, good. Excited about this one. Good time as well, ahead of the, the new regular season in the NWSL, as um, as she and the spirit look to defend that title. So um, yeah, good time to reflect on on what a crazy season they had last year and what an amazing kind of achievement to end it with with the title. Yeah, absolutely. Like you said, it's been a, a crazy year for Ashley, who's helped the spirit find success after going through everything they went through last year. And we're certainly going to get into that with her. But obviously, it's a the time of great optimism, not just for her, but for the club and sort of how they're playing to start the NWSL Challenge Cup and looking ahead for her as she kind of rejoins the U.S. Women's National Team. So, you know, without further ado, we'll, we'll toss it to the interview. And, and this is uh, our interview with Ashley Hatch. And we're here with Washington Spirit forward Ashley Hatch. Ashley, how's it going? Good. How are you guys? Thanks for having me. Good, good. Now, obviously, look, you're joining us after what was a big weekend for you, having reached the semifinals of the Challenge Cup, a big weekend for you personally. How have you felt about uh, everything so far? And how are you feeling ahead of the, the big knockout game coming up? I'm feeling good, excited to, you know, be playing games again, um, being back on the field with the spirit. And uh, I feel like we still got lots of room for growth, but it's good to be, you know, scoring goals and, you know, winning games and stuff like that. So we're excited. Yeah. Last season, you were the the big underdogs and then you went on to to go the whole way and, and lift that championship title. Um, has that changed things much this season in terms of the kind of the vibe or the mentality, you know, now that you've, you've kind of won that trophy and you can't be the underdog anymore? Yeah, it definitely has. I mean, the standard has been raised, um, especially with what we were able to accomplish last year. So we know what it takes to be able to lift that trophy at the end of the year. So we're just trying to do our best to keep that standard high and get even better this year and hopefully lift the trophy again. Now, every team that that wins a title has to overcome 
you know, adversity has to go through it, has to has to deal with certain things on that road. But obviously your road to the title was really a roller coaster with everything that went on off the pitch. How did you guys kind of manage it and how did you battle through it to win that title? And, and how did you deal with it, you know, just on a personal level as people and as a group? That's a great question. And I often reflect on last year and, and how we were able to get through so many obstacles and distractions off the pitch. And um, what it really came down to is us just coming together and playing the game that we love and knowing that as soon as we step on that pitch, the only thing that matters is us and how we play together and the result that we get from playing together. And, you know, our kind of mantra last year naturally was like, let's just send it, like, let's just go, let's just play. Because um, I felt like every week there was a new challenge, a new obstacle like thrown at us. Um, so we really just focused on uh, soccer and how we could play together. And it, um, that really helped us get through a lot of tough times. How important is it to, to have a strong bond within the team when you're going through all the obstacles that you guys went through last year? Because it must have been, you know, quite a mentally and emotionally exhausting season as well as, you know, physically exhausting. Yeah, it's super important. And I think the most important part was just making sure that we all knew that we cared for each other off the pitch and knowing that, you know, we're all individuals. We all have really important lives. We're all people. And we want to make sure that we know that first and foremost and that we care for each other. And I think as soon as we were able to kind of get that message across, you know, let everyone know, like, hey, if you need help, like here are resources or we're here for you. Like, um, we were able to kind of let go and play more freely on the field. So I think it was really important, first and foremost, that we like made sure that, you know, we were there for each other and there to help each other with whatever, you know, we needed at the time um, because we were all going through the same situation, but in, you know, we all handled it and coped differently through it. So I think just making sure we were there for each other is very important. Now, like, how does that like impact your relationships with everyone, because you look at a team, like generally a team, it's like, all right, these are the people you play with the coworkers. But obviously, like you said, you guys went through so much as, as people. And, and I'm sure that that impacts all of you as people, like you said, as people differently, it impacts your relationships on the field, off the field. How does that kind of change how you guys view each other off the field that, you know, bringing you closer and building towards, you know, this season, how did it kind of impact you guys as, as friends really? Um, it impacted us a lot. I think we've had, I think the most important part is we had a lot of good laughs la last year. And um, so sometimes we catch ourselves saying like, sometimes you just got to laugh so you don't cry. Like just because things were so crazy and it was just such a whirlwind. And so now like this year, like looking back and being able to like reflect on what we went through last year, we still have conversations about it. And some of us are still like working through some of the things we had to deal with last year. Um, but just being able to be there for each other, talk about it, talk to other people who also went through it um, is really important. And then also just to be able to laugh is huge as well. <laughs> so um, it's nice to be able to have teammates to lean on when, you know, things get hard. Looking back kind of in the middle of last season, the, the coaching change happened and then, you know, two forfeits aside, you you were unbeaten in Chris's 12 games in charge. You, you won nine of those and, and went on to win the title. Um, when you look back, what do you, I guess, remember about just that run and the feeling within the team as you started to build that momentum and, and go towards something really special? Um, it was exciting. Like every week that went by and every game that went by where we continued to get better and we 
um, started coming together more in the field and started enjoying the game a little bit more together. Um, it just got exciting and the momentum just really built. And even though challenges were thrown our way, it, it became more of like, well, we're going to do it anyway. Like, we're not going to use this as an excuse. We're going to, you know, show people that we can win a championship with two games forfeited, like a lost coach, ownership issues, like whatever else, like you name it, we're going to do it despite all of this. Um, so I think it just really added to our like fire and drive to like want to succeed. Mm -hmm. Now, every team goes into a season believing that they could win a title, you know, and, and even with you guys, like you were saying, you were going through everything and you still believe that you could win that title. But was there a point where you finally like really believed it? Like, I can imagine that it wasn't something you thought about while all of this was going on. I'm sure at times it was just like, all right, we need to survive this season and, and figure out how to get through it. But was there a point, like a turning point for you guys where you looked at it and were like, you know what, we could actually pull this off? Uh, that's a good question. I mean, I feel like because of the the range of ages that we had and the experience that we've had on the team, we were all kind of like going through this roller coaster of a season, like at different moments. And for me, being able to make the playoffs was huge like with the spirit it was the first time since I've been with the spirit that we made the playoffs and once we made the playoffs I knew like this is this is going to be a special year and I was like I know that we can make it to the championship game but not it wasn't for me until we got to that championship game that like I guess probably once we won the the semi right before like I was like okay this is this is it this is real like we can do this because before that, it was kind of like one game at a time. We were kind of digging ourselves, you know, out of a hole with those two forfeits. Um, and then also making changes with, you know, the coaching staff and whatnot. Um, so, yeah, like once we got like we won that semi, I was like, all right, like this is it <laughs> now or never. Let's do this. Um, but I think a lot of people believed um, as soon as we started like winning games, um, despite all of, you know, <laughs> the circumstances. So, um, Yeah. It was the best goal scoring season that you've had as well. You know, as, as an individual, it was such a big one for you. Um, you got the golden boot as as well as the championship. Um, my first question is, where is the golden boot? <laughs> That's a great question. I wish I had it with me right here and I could just like pull it and show it to you. Um, I had it at the championship game. They had my golden boot and Aubrey's like golden glove. And we like celebrated with it and like took pictures and stuff. And then the NWSL took it away from me because they said they were going to put my name on it. And I haven't seen it since. So I should probably actually inquire about that. I mean, like, where's my golden boot? Um, but yeah, so I've only actually seen it twice. <laughs> Need to make a little note now. Send an email after this. Where, yeah. where is it? Um, so my second question was, what in this team and, and in your game today has made it so easy for you to score goals and go on to win that golden boot last year? Yeah, um, I think a lot of it has to do with the our style of play. It shifted a little bit with a coaching change. We became a little bit more, not a little bit, a lot more of an aggressive, attacking-minded team. Um, and that obviously played to my favor as the nine, you know, just wanting to be in and around goal, creating chances. Um, obviously, just having good creative players around me as well and um, players that the other team has to worry about also. Um, so I think that has to, it contributes to a lot of things. Um, and then also just our team's hunger to want to win. and You got to score goals to win. So uh, I think all of those things helped. Yeah, just on that, you, you talk about the kind of change of style and things like that and the things that bring the best out of you. Um, you're surrounded by some really top attacking players, you know, some of the most exciting young players coming through in the US as well. I mean, 
it looks like it must be a lot of fun to be in a striker with a team that also has like Trinity Rodman buzzing around and Ashley Sanchez. What is it like to, to play in that trio? Uh, it's a lot of fun. Like I said, they're both very talented players, very young. Um, so it's exciting and it's fun to see them continue to develop and to continue to succeed at such a young age. Um, so I'm excited for what our future is going to look like as we continue to work a little bit better on the field, um, get to know each other's tendencies on the field and play to each other's strengths. So um, I'm excited and it's really fun and I think we have a bright future. Mm-hmm. Now, looking back at last season, every player, there's the national team's kind of always something in the back of your mind, especially when you're a striker and you're scoring goals and you're scoring a lot of goals and you're in that golden boot race. Was there a point where that kind of entered your mind that, you know, you could, you could start looking at at the national team. Was that something that you were expecting when, what was that sort of situation for you last year? Um, yeah, like you said, it's always in the back of your mind. It's something you're always like hoping for, but you never really have control over that. You just got to, you know, put the product out on the field and hope that it does the job to get the call up. Um, so yeah, I mean, as a forward, it's, it's really helpful if you're scoring goals, um, and helping the team win and all that, creating lots of chances. Um, so once I started getting opportunities with the national team, I was like, all right, <laughs> just got to keep this standard. Don't let it drop and, you know, continue to push myself and get better and continue to create opportunities. And so that's kind of how I've been rolling since then. Just, you know, making sure that I'm helping the team score goals, being very attacking minded and creating as many opportunities as possible. That call to to go with the, the U.S. to Australia, um, do you remember how you found out and kind of how you felt at the time? <laughs> yeah, I mean, one day I just got an email um, saying like, you know, you've been invited to um, these friendlies in Australia. And I checked the date and I was like, wow, that's like literally right after the championship. And we hadn't known yet, obviously, if we're going to be at that game. But in the back of my mind, I was planning on it. So, you know, I was like, all right, that's going to be a quick turnaround. Um, so I was obviously stoked, but also trying to focus on what we were doing with the spirit. Um, and so I knew that if I just gave everything with the spirit and, you know, I did my best to kind of like keep myself in good form and good shape, then, you know, the rest will follow. And so, um, it ended up working out pretty good. (laughs) Who was the, the first person you told when you got that email? Um, I told my husband, but honestly, he might have seen it before me because sometimes he gets my emails on his phone. Um, so he actually might have seen it before me. So I told my husband in the night, of course, called my parents. Mm-hmm. So see, at that time, like it had been three and a half years since you'd been with the team and you look at the way that just the U.S. national team works and it's it's not easy to get into that team like there's so many good players and it's so difficult to get in mm-hmm. during those three and a half years. Was it? Was it something? Did you ever give up on it at all, or was it always something where you're like, you know, I can get back there someday? That's a great question. It was tough um, because, like, like you said, there was a huge amount of time between my first call up and that call up, or even just like, I think every call up I had gone or camp, there was like at least a whole year in between um, each opportunity. Um, so it was hard to like, you know, gain traction and gain that confidence that, you know, I really belonged there, but I did know that I had been there before. And if I, you know, continued to push myself as a player in this league in the NWSL and succeed and, you know, do my best then those opportunities would present themselves. And if they didn't, then I would at least, you know, be happy that I was doing my very best and giving it my all. Um, so I wasn't going to let, you know, 
not getting called up, you know, I wasn't going to let it get me down. I wasn't going to, you know, use it as an excuse to not continue to push myself to get better. Um, but more of just like motivation, like if I continue to push myself, those opportunities will come. And luckily that's, that's the way it happened. There was obviously a, a coaching change as well between that, that second cap that you got and, and your third cap when you went to Australia. Had you had much conversation with Vlatko before he, he did bring you into the squad? Um, no, I hadn't had much conversation with him personally. I know that he had like been talking to our coach, obviously, because not only was he interested in calling me up, but like several other players on our team as well. Um, so I know that like the coaches were having conversations, but I hadn't had too many conversations my, myself. How have you found working with him then? Um, I think he's great. I think he, him and his staff do a really good job, um, of just creating, you know, this vision and this style of play and getting everyone on the same page. Um, so it's a really a fun environment to be able to go into and to continue to learn and just improve my game as an individual, but also like as a team, um, it's just, they're very organized and very structured. And it's, it's just really cool to see, um, just to be a part of it and to see how they um, coach the team and organize everything. All of us, the U.S. Women's Soccer Show from Goal. Get the latest news and views on the U.S. Women's National Team and the NWSL on Goal. All of us, the U.S. Women's Soccer Show from Goal. Find more U.S. Women's Soccer news and opinion on Goal. When you look at the U.S. Women's National Team program, obviously, it's it's a much different looking team than the one that you were in a few years ago. It's very much a team that's that's kind of in transition, that's that's bringing in new players and giving new players a chance to to stake their claim and to and to make their their move as part of a sort of generational change, I guess you could say. There's obviously with all these new faces, obviously, like we said, a new coach. You know, what what's kind of the, have you seen a difference at all between the team now that you're in and the team that you kind of started off with? Obviously, you're a different player than you were back then, but do you see anything different in the way that the team kind of operates um yeah I mean there was obviously the last or previously when I was in with the camp there was a lot more veterans um who had a, a ton more experience um who had been there who maybe a little bit more comfortable in that environment because they had been there for so long um still a super competitive environment um fun environment to be a part of um now it's a little bit different, um, still competitive, still super fun to be a part of, but a lot younger people, a little bit less experience um, at that international level. Um, so you see that younger players like like a Roosevelt, like stepping up and having to wear the captain's armband, you know, um, which is pretty cool. And also there's just a lot of excitement and a lot of eager players to like learn and to prove themselves and earn their spot on this team. Um, that's, you know, has an amazing amazing legacy like everyone wants to be a part of it and so it's fun to be a part of and it's fun to learn and hopefully continue to grow with this team um, and ex and gain more experience with this team you mentioned it there there's a lot of players in the team that hadn't really been with the national team before obviously you have and a few times um what was it like for you to walk into that camp in November? Was it any less, I guess, nerve-wracking than the first time because you had been there, but you know you hadn't been there for a while? So what was the kind of emotion to go into that camp? Um, there was a lot of emotions. Like you said, there the emotions of like being like nervous and not knowing what to expect for a national team camp, like those weren't there anymore. Um, it was more of like the standard is so high and I want to continue to keep that standard high. And I was actually getting an opportunity to start a game. I had never started in a game or 
I've never gotten significant minutes, probably like no more than five minutes. So um, it was it was nerve wracking in that sense, just like, okay, this is like, I'm getting a quality opportunity here. Um, but, and I don't know. Yeah, it was, it was different and exciting, but still kind of all the same emotions, just different scenario, I guess you could say. Yeah. You talk about that opportunity and obviously you very much made the most of that opportunity very quickly and that you get in the game and you score like 24 seconds in. And then the next game you score within the first few minutes, you know, obviously when you look back at, that game against Australia last year and you look back at the debut and how do you kind of compare those moments in a way? And that like, obviously your first cap's obviously memorable. And then you have your first goal. How do you kind of look back at the first moment and how do you sort of compare it to the second moment? Uh, that's a great question. It's really fun to think back on my first cap and like stepping onto that field for like a professional field for the first time ever. Like, boy, I didn't know anything. Like I didn't, I, there's just so much that I had to learn and I had no idea. Like I was just uh, very naive in like the soccer world, the professional soccer world. Um, and then now, you know, fast forward to getting my first start, first goal. Um, I was just a lot more experienced as a pro, as a, pro um, a lot more confident in who I am as a player and what I have to offer and what I have to do when I step on the pitch. Um, so yeah, all those years in between, just, you know, lots of development and really like added to my confidence and just like my soccer IQ as well. And, um, yeah, just being able to have those small experiences with the U S team before, like leading up to that just really helped a lot as well. And so I would just say, um, all those years helped my confidence when I, you know, got a solid opportunity. Is it possible to like rank them in terms of like, I guess, ones that you favor or like ones that you're more proud of or do you have I guess different feelings of pride about a debut in the first goal rather than ranking them um that's a good question I, I would definitely say different feelings just because there's so many different emotions and different circumstances surrounding each experience like my first cap um I didn't even know like I was even on the U.S. national team's radar like when Jill Ellis called my coach like I was like I don't even know Jill Ellis knew who I was you know and then to be able to have my debut in Utah where I went to school and have my family and teammates there was a really like unique experience and one that I couldn't have like you know written up better myself um but then like the Australia experience and being able to have my first start first goal um, that was just like a lot of hard work, like finally like paying off, you know? And so like um, it was very rewarding. So I feel like it's hard to compare those two, but if I had to rank one, I feel like, you know, getting my first start and first goal is a little bit higher. <laughs> um, you spoke there just real quick about playing in, in Utah and like just playing at home for the national team. And obviously that has to be like, a crazy experience you know mm -hmm. like you said and that you you spend your whole life working to to play at a certain level and then you get to do it in front of your friends and family like what is that like and you know looking looking a little bit ahead obviously that's something that that could happen again in the near future uh what do you think of that and and what are you sort of anticipating going forward um it was it, like i said it was an amazing experience it was it was super fun and like i said at that moment i feel like i was just super naive and just like, I didn't understand everything that like this entailed, but I was really like living in the moment. And to be, when I look back on pictures um, of that moment, I just really enjoyed it. And it was very special, especially to have um, teammates and family there and to like 
now to see where I am now and talk to them about that moment is really cool. Like, oh, I remember when I was at your first, you know, at your debut and it was a really cool experience. It was so fun. It's like just a special memory that I'll never forget. And those people will never forget as well. How much are you looking forward to, to getting back to, to Utah to play if if you can with the, the Columbia Games? <laughs> um, I mean, I'm looking forward to it a lot. Like, hopefully I'm a part of that roster and able to recreate that moment and as a more confident um, pro. Um, but yeah, we'll see. Hopefully, I think I love playing in Utah and then obviously to be able to have family and friends there would be amazing. I feel like you've said the word confidence like a few times over here. And, and obviously that's something that obviously, you know, it seems like you, you have going for you right now with all the goals back with the national team. And as you kind of start this new season, that's obviously very important for a forward is to be confident, mm-hmm. you know, looking at this season, you know, how, you know, how, one or how are you feeling and, and how do you feel as a goal scorer heading into everything that's going on with you guys at the club level? Um, I'm excited um, to be able to start off this season as a team and as an individual scoring the amount of goals that we have scored is exciting. And I think there is still tons of room for improvement for our team going forward, you know, with this, the setup of the challenge cup and so many games so close together and, you know, the yellow card rule of getting two yellow cards and people having to sit out and injuries. There's been just like a lot of moving pieces like among our roster. So we haven't really had a chance to like solidify like our, you know, our starting 11 and create those relationships. But despite that, we've still been able to play pretty well together and get results. So I'm excited to continue to go forward and push for, you know, more goals and scoring more. But we also need to work on getting those shutouts as well. We have um, an amazing goalkeeper, Abby Bledsoe, or Kingsbury, sorry. <laughs> she got married. Um, and then also our back line is really good, but we also have had a ton of moving pieces there. Um, so I think just solidifying more relationships um, and just getting a little bit more into our groove as the regular season starts is, like I said, just really exciting. What kind of things have you guys learned in, in the Challenge Cup so far? You, you mentioned all the you know, different obstacles to, to last season, for sure, in the moving pieces and the injuries and things. But um, what have you been able to learn in, in the game so far building up to this regular season? Yeah, we've experimented with a high press um, during this challenge cup and we still got some sharpening up to do with that high press but with the attacking minded players that we have it's definitely been in our favor to high press and win the ball higher up the field and create more um, attacking opportunities Um, I think we've also learned that with that comes risks with transition and teams trying to transition on us Um, so just making sure that we set up the right countermeasures and that we're all on the same page um, and pressing together or if we're not pressing, you know, um, going back into the mid block together. So just kind of getting on the same page a little bit quicker about what we're going to do as a team, but also realizing when we take that risk, we are a little bit more successful going forward and we are able to create more opportunities. Now, obviously, the Challenge Cup is a chance for you guys to learn about yourselves, but it's also a chance to learn how other teams are going to kind of view you in that, you look, you guys aren't going to surprise anyone this year like you did last year, maybe. Or maybe, you know, it's obviously a different look going into this year because there is that target on your back. Do you feel like, you know, in the games that you've played so far, does it feel like teams are treating you guys differently? And, and do you feel like there's a target on your back or any pressure to kind of build on what you guys did last season? Yeah, I I definitely think there's a target on our back solely because of the fact that we're the reigning champs. You know, we won last year. Everyone wants to 
prove you know that they're better than us um so that's exciting everyone i feel like will give us their best but this is like such a competitive league no game is ever easy um i feel like teams will try different things against us we've had some teams you know try to high press up on us as well um give us a taste of our own medicine so that's a, a challenge for us as well to try and like build out of that um we've also had teams sit back and not press um which we like as well because I feel like we're able to move the ball um, around them. I mean, we played North Carolina this weekend and with their um, their formation with the four midfielders and the kind of that box midfielder, it's, it's also really tricky to play against. Um, and so, yeah, like every team, I feel like throws something different at us. I mean, that's, that's what's so exciting about this league is to be able to try and prepare for a new challenge every weekend. After uh, all the events of the the past twelve months that we've we kind of rattled through here, um, looking ahead to the new regular season, how do you think that you've changed as a, a player and a person too um, in the last year? You know what's different about the Ashley Hatch going into the twenty twenty two regular season compared to the Ashley Hatch that went into the twenty twenty one regular season? That's a great question. Um, I mean, we talk about confidence. <laughs> I feel like. There's a lot more confidence there, um, excitement. Um, I think um, very optimistic about like my future and also the future of this club and the direction that we're heading. Also, I'm very optimistic optimistic about the future of the NWL, um, being able to solidify our first ever CBA, um, to be able to give the players more rights and more security going forward. Obviously, we're gonna have to like live through this CBA and, you know, continue to make, make adjustments, make notes for the next one. Um, but yeah, I feel a lot closer to my teammates, um, especially the ones that are returning and at the new players that are team on our team. Now it's fun to welcome them into the fold and um, they're excited to be a part of a championship team as well. So I'm excited and optimistic, I would say going forward, not that I wasn't last year, um, but I would just say as a individual, I was just in a different headspace last year well thank you very much for joining us good luck for the the season and um yeah i hope you get your hands on that golden boot again (laughs) thanks i i hope so too thanks for having me amy obviously a a lot there from ashley was fantastic you know offering us some insight onto some some very personal moments there obviously like like you said her her debut her return her golden boot or lack thereof you know what is uh what were some of the standouts there for you I can't believe she doesn't have a golden boo. I, I'm glad that I asked her about it because I feel like it's she's going to log off now. I hope she's put it on a to-do list. Email NWSL. Ask about golden boo. I hope yeah. that... Um, yeah. yeah, it's going to be the start of the the hashtag give Ashley her golden boot campaign. Yeah. It's going to start right here, isn't it? Exactly. Um, no, I think it's... Um, it's such a cool story to, like, you know, go without playing for the national team for so many years and come back, like, Everybody kind of loves that comeback story. Um, and yeah, I think, you know, we, she talked a little bit there about what it meant for her to make a debut in, in Utah. And it's cool that, you know, all being well, fingers crossed, touch wood, that she'll um, she'll get to go back to the same venue and, and back to back to Utah to play again later this year with the, the national team. Yeah, obviously a very cool sort of full circle moment for uh for a player that in her own words has grown up a lot over the last few years, you know, and, and it's sort of gone through different things and, and come out on the other side of them. And it, it seems like there's definitely reason to be optimistic, not just about the, the, the path that she's on, but also the path her club is on. Right. 
Yeah, and I think it was cool to get some insight into what it was like for the spirit last year, you know, to, to go through so many obstacles off the pitch and also kind of cool to hear, like, the their kind of mindset this year. They were big underdogs last year and this year they're the reigning champions. So, yeah, definitely one to, to keep an eye on um, as that regular season kicks off. Very interested to see how they get on and and um, how other teams deal with them after, you know, they had such a, an incredible run to the end of last season. Yeah, very much a club that went from the lowest of lows that now found themselves at the highest of highs last year and is entering this season in a, in a totally different way. And like you said, it was very cool to hear how they're sort of approaching that as this season kind of gets started. But yeah, that's that's it for us this weekend uh, with the with all of us, the U.S. Women's Soccer Show. You know, as always, please remember to like, subscribe, and keep following along. You know, obviously we have plenty of cool stuff left to talk about here as we continue to discuss U.S. Women's Soccer. And feel free to tweet at myself and Amy to let us know what you think, what you want to see, what you want to see more of. For Amy Ruskai, I'm Ryan Tolmich. We'll catch you next time at All of Us, the U.S. Women's Soccer Show. All of Us, the U.S. Women's Soccer Show from Goal. Get the latest news and views on the U.S. Women's National Team and the NWSL on Goal.